Welcome to Community Connecting Through Conversations with Crystal and Esme, brought to you by the South Omaha Community Care Council and the Omaha Community Foundation. Hello, listeners. Sorry, I got into the beat a little bit and I was like, oh, it's time to talk. Um, Hi, it's Esmeralda with South Omaha Community Care Council, um, board member and secretary. But also um, today I'm here um, with a different hat on too. Um, I am with Nebraska Children's Home Society. And today I have somebody else from Nebraska Children's Home Society, Samantha Lindstrom or Sam, as um, I know her. Um, She's here to tell us um, a little bit about NCHS, Nebraska Children's Home, um, who they are, um, and then specifically about our Children and Family Center up on uh, Fontanelle and Pratt. We have uh, a full house of other things going (laughs) on, Um, and she'll tell us a a little bit about that building and our Healthy Families America program specifically, um, which is a service that I also um, help um, provide. So Sam, first off, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and how you came onto this role. Hi, I'm Sam. Um, I am a family resource specialist at Nebraska Children's Home Society. I've been with NCHS for about a year and three months. Okay. So kind of like, I feel like I know what I'm doing now. Yeah. Yeah. They say (laughs) after a year, you're kind of like, okay, I can getting into the groove of things. Yeah. I can answer questions now. <laughs> so much <laughs> ask them. Well, you're here, so that means something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's fun. Um, I've been working with children for my entire life, like as okay. since I was like a teenager as a babysitter and then okay. a nanny. Oh, and mm-hmm. oh my God, I would totally go back to being a nanny. Wait, you said you're not, I from what I know, you said you're not born in the U.S., right? You're, no, I'm actually from Queensland, Australia. Okay. Yeah. When did you move to the U.S.? I was in kindergarten. Okay. Five, I think. Yeah. And so I've still got family down there. And then I've got family here in Omaha. So a nice break. How different is Australia than Omaha? Oh, my God. So different. (laughs) It's like comparing apples and oranges. When was the last time you were there? Oh, my gosh. COVID totally threw everything off. I haven't been there since, gosh maybe 2020. Okay. Okay. I was wondering if you had like experience providing service over there before. No. Okay. Okay. You're in kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. And then just, you know, visiting, but never, I've never worked there. I've always been working in Omaha, serving the children of this community. Nice. So, um, tell me Nebraska Children's Home Society, what attracted you to them specifically? I would have to say, uh, Nebraska Children's Home like sold me with their mission and values mm-hmm. and where they stand on that, um, putting children first. And I mean, their mission statement being, you know, finding a safe and lovely, loving home um, for every child. And they really stand by that mm-hmm. for sure. Important um, vision. Um, okay. So wh- um, how long have they, tell me about other so we're talking about Healthy Families America today. Um, what other services do they provide in a nutshell? And CHS as a whole provides quite a few services. So they have um, adoption services, um, foster care services. They have home visiting services. 
and um, a child development center. What else am I missing? I think post adoption, post adoption, mm-hmm. family finding, kinship. Yeah. The grandparents grandparents program, program. Yeah. for a while there we had a fatherhood program yeah. which i hope comes back i think it's just on pause yeah i heard through yeah um a lot of, of philanthropy and too. you know community networking mm-hmm. and working with other agencies in the community to you know build partnerships and i think that's what really stands out about nchs they're not really there to serve themselves you can see with their partnerships and you know their networking and that they really are for like their goals okay not to brag but you're the second person somebody said that to me yesterday so Mm -hmm. hey and from another uh, entity so that's exciting uh to hear um so nchs is gonna have their 130 year anniversary next year and you said you've been with them for a year and couple months a couple months so that's awesome what why have you stayed i have stayed for selfishly (laughs) just the the environment and how the organization definitely takes care of me and values what i bring to the table like if i ever got to the point where i was like oh you know i don't really want to do home visiting anymore um i've you know worn that hat out i would absolutely move internally like i can't ever imagine not being with nchs which is also a really cool thing from you know a uh, worker standpoint that there are other there are other opportunities within the organization oh i love the passion that you bring to this role because that's important for our, our oh, families yeah. so tell me about then your position healthy families america what is that Uh, service so healthy families america is a home visiting service so like my fancy title is family resource specialist and i always chuckle when people are like oh what do you do like Mm -hmm. with that i'm like what what do i what don't i do a little bit of everything yeah yeah so um in a nutshell kind of working with um families either you know when they're prenatal so pregnant Um, or parenting a child, depending kind of other little details, um, a child up to two years um, and going into the home and meeting with mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, whomever um, on a regular basis and kind of talking to them about, you know, child development, healthy pregnancy, um, positive parenting practices, um mm. the the health and well-being of not only their child but themselves as well um getting them connected to resources in the community working on goals helping with self-sufficiency okay that's a that's a lot of things yeah. a wide array how much if i was a family participating how much time would i commit to something like this um i really think it depends on how much you you want to commit okay starting off um we hope and ask you know the family to be like this is voluntary so Mm -hmm. okay this is completely up to you whether you want to do this and it's for you Mm -hmm. um but we meet every week for an hour okay on their schedule on their time whenever it works for them i come to them meet them you know in their home or you know sometimes over zoom if 
you know, with COVID or convenience. Mm-hmm. Um, I've met families at the library before, at the park, at the zoo, um, really what whatever's convenient for them um and so that they get the most out of it so oh. starting off committing a commitment of you know an hour a week an hour a week for how long um so in the program again it's voluntary <laughs> um we we stick with the kiddo and the family until kiddo's five years old but i always try to like explain to the parent like it's not every week for the next five years mm-hmm Cause that's, that's a lot of commitment for sure. Sounds a little like overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so for the first six months or so, um, it'll be weekly. And then as you know, their confidence grows and they kind of get the swing of things and they're, they're feeling like, okay, I've got this, like I'm doing better. I'm doing better. Um, we kind of, then we, you know, we do every other week. And then we'll do, you know, every other week for some time, um, you know, six months or however. Um, and then once a month and do that for a while. And then it's once, you know, a quarter. But what mm. I, I like it warms my heart. It just like totally is an ego booster. <laughs> I've had a couple families who I'm like, you are doing so great. I'm so proud of you. How, how about let's level up? Like, Let's start meeting mm-hmm. every other week. You're mm-hmm. doing so great. And they're like, no. Uh, yeah. I, I I want you to still come every week. Now they're like, no, nah, we can fine. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's great. Let's keep doing that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I'm like, you, you want to see me still? <laughs> <laughs> that is fun. So tell me what other, what benefits besides that one-on-one time, you know, like seeing you, that is, um, sounds like it's an important relationship mm-hmm. for them. So besides that relationship, what other benefits um, will I gain after participating? Um, I feel like from my perspective, what I think parents gain is the confidence and tools to navigate parenthood and adulthood in general. So, you know, we're helping them build connections, build their social circle. They, I definitely preached to my family. It takes a village Mm -hmm. and not everybody is just has a built-in village Mm -hmm. sometimes we have to build that village yeah so helping them build that um getting them in touch with resources in the community whether it be financial or um you know finding counseling services if that's needed um housing housing employment Mm -hmm. um education you know helping them get um, into school and, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm helping you, but really I'm just here cheering you on and, and organizing some pieces, but they're doing the work at the end of the day. And I'm like, this, this is all you. Mm-hmm. So who can participate? How, like, it how can, do I know if I can join HFA? So to join HFA, we have, we call them teams. We've got three teams and each okay. team has kind of different, um, I don't know what what's the word like uh requirements yeah eligibility requirements mm-hmm. um so for our team one you have to be living in douglas county um over 19 years of age which i mean like we could spend a whole nother hour talking about our teen and young parent program so mm-hmm. our moms out there who aren't 19 we have something. We've got something. <laughs> There's something. <laughs> but for HFA specifically, um, 
our team one is 19 years of age um, in Douglas County, um, pregnant, currently pregnant or parenting a newborn up to three months old. Okay. Um, and there are some income requirements. So being at, which I always have to look up because I like, I don't under. No, you got to Google them every time, right? Yeah, the poverty. We, we just got into 2022, so. Yeah, yeah. So team one um, at or below 300% poverty line. Um, our team two is our child welfare um, protocol team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they can be either um, in Douglas or Sarpy County and pregnant or parenting a child up to 24 months or two years. Not yet. Tw- yep. Not yet. Two years. Not yet. Two years. So like under two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and those referrals are like that you get sent to HFA or like hear about HFA through DHHS. Um, and then our team three, which is the team that I'm on um, at or below 250% poverty line in Douglas County and pregnant or parenting a baby up to like no no older than three months well you do that math for me if i apply and i'm like (laughs) i think there are well i'm just putting this out there i think they're a two-step process right so there's a screening to make Mm -hmm. sure that i'm eligible and then we can and then we get into all the nitty-gritty okay the the type of so how yeah how would i get in contact how can i get hooked up with uh partnered up with uh frs a family resource specialist um different ways i'm okay. <laughs> i'm not the greatest at being like okay i'm gonna make this phone call <laughs> so you can always go online to nebraskachildrenshome.com mm-hmm. uh, there's so much information on our website we gotta keep up with the times yeah <laughs> it's a really pretty website our colorful yeah beautiful absolutely or um giving our director a call her name is kelly pullman okay. um and her phone number do you want me to give the phone number yeah go ahead her phone number is 402-253-5700 um she also has a email that you can shoot her an email which is k pullman which is p-o-h-l-m-a-n at nchs.org we're also on facebook mm-hmm. it is 2022 i know i think like youtube and i don't know linkedin all of those mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah social media pages um so how are you when covid came about how did services change so has anything changed now since a lot has changed i actually started working um for hfa like in the middle of COVID. okay so i was trained completely like virtually from my house (laughs) and at that time i was just meeting with my moms via zoom or like over the phone um and then things kind of opened up a little bit and i Mm -hmm. worked so hard to get those moms to be like let me in your house. Mm-hmm. I want to come see you. Mm-hmm. Cause I just think that in person and being in the home is so much more special. Plus I get to see the babies okay. I'm all about the, the babies. It is. Um, how was that first visit for you being in the home after being virtual? Oh my gosh. It was amazing. What do you recall? Getting to hold the baby. <laughs> <laughs> that moment. Of, oh, 
yeah they're like and i started with this mom when she was pregnant mm. oh uh, my gosh you know, and so this was beginning. like the first time that i really got to like see the baby that selfishly like i feel we worked so hard for wow and um and he actually turns one next week which is a huge like my very first mom that i ever got oh my god that i started when she was pregnant um and we were doing virtual and oh my gosh yeah and now baby is gonna be one and i mean of course she's excited but i'm like do you know how this exciting this is for me like this is huge uh, so tell me about prenatally like how did that change what do you do on these like hour visits like that prenatally and then now that baby's one what do you what, what does that look like so prenatally depending on you know how far along the mom is when they start mm -hmm. um can of course depend every every family depends yeah. on you know what their needs are mm -hmm. um talking about you know making that the, you know t those healthy steps the physical component of pregnancy making sure you know you're going to your um prenatal appointments are you eating healthy are you taking your prenatal vitamins um but the then, and then hooking you up with somebody if you you're, you yeah finding the them yeah mm -hmm. finding them those resources for sure um but what i think is really special is talking with that mom about the mental and emotional preparation and really having a mentally and emotionally healthy pregnancy a piece we don't think about often yeah. as much sometimes mm -hmm. there's a lot more to growing a baby than just growing the baby what how do you have those conversations we actually have this amazing curriculum that we use called growing great kids that um follows the kiddo all the way up till five but we have a prenatal book and i call them you know my baby bibles because they're like these big <laughs> thick like, bible like I'm gonna adopt books that. yeah my baby <laughs> bible i'm like let's check the baby bible oh lord and in within all of these um, curriculum books, including prenatal, there's kind of different sections. So talking about, I love, um, the, the focus of the curriculum is building that healthy attachment. Mm -hmm. And of course the physical health of the child and the mother, um, but really working on developing like empathy for the baby and like I can think very clearly of my favorite lesson in the prenatal curriculum and it's all about how like the emotions of the mom affect the baby because the baby is you know floating in this amniotic fluid that's so full of hormones and so when mom's feeling good and having positive emotions and handling stress in a healthy way like babies down there chilling and that healthy, positive, loving little synchronized. Home. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. And, you know, being real, like not every person has just like everything figured out and like this stress free life. So how do we work to overcome that? A lot of moms that come into our program are experiencing some type of, um, adversity or stress or something going on in their lives that isn't ideal and that's completely normal I mean we're all just human mm -hmm. everybody has a story um helping them manage that and overcome that 
while still remaining healthy for their baby. Wow. Um, that sounds like big changes for mom kind of going on and having that support from another neutral party. Sounds mm -hmm. like it brings a lot of benefits. Yeah, we come from a place of absolutely no judgment. Um, I, I always tell my moms, I'm, I'm not here to judge you or I'm not, you know, watching you mm -hmm. to critique you or waiting for, you know, you to mess up. Like, I'm here to try and help you prevent that. Like, it's a great point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of our families are worried about CPS mm. and that's a valid worry. And I'm like, hey, I'm here to like also prevent that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are on the same team. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I want you, you and your family to have a happy, easygoing, stress-free life as much as you do. So like a definitely a preventative. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Stress reduction. Yeah. Okay. And I, I and I tell my moms, I'm like, you are the sun and your baby is the flower. And if you are not shining, your flower cannot grow. So how do we, how do we help you shine? So at the end of the day, you are, you're the sun. We got, we got to make sure that we're taking care of you as much as we're taking care of baby. Yeah. What other tools do you guys um, provide families um, besides that? Besides the, like curriculum. the curriculum? Yeah. Oh gosh. A lot. <laughs> we recently um, implemented a new, and I wouldn't say curriculum, but like protocol. It's mobility mentoring, which I'm still new to as well. I mean, I come from a child development and mental health background. So this kind of life coaching component is something I'm figuring out too, because mm -hmm. I'm still a human. Mm -hmm. um, but really, identifying where in the family's, you know, whole picture would they like to work on as far as like self-sufficiency. So economically, um, with their education, with their career, with their health. So identifying a goal, um, which they identify, you know, they get to pick their goal. So you're goal driven. Yeah. And, strength um, base. strength. Oh, 100%. And, you know, identifying those steps to achieving the goal and uh, providing the resources to help them achieve that goal. Wow. What are typical goals that families identify? I don't know if there's a, a typical goal. Mm -hmm. um, I have moms that, you know, I've got moms who have goals that range from going back to school okay. to creating a nighttime routine for their five kids to um, getting a car, get their own apartment, work on their um, uh, self-care, mm -hmm. mental health. Um, it really varies, and we definitely don't try and steer them either way. Okay. Um, so for listeners who might either be a family who's interested or mm -hmm. maybe a partner um, who wants to who's thinking of a family or yeah, wants to yeah. connect um do you have any su like suggestions or comments to them um if they're like on the fence about referring or um have any questions who to reach out to um you can reach out to kelly as i said you can okay. reach out to myself sam okay. Um, they could reach out to you mm -hmm. as my, yeah. I mean, any member of the HFA family is more than happy to 
provide information. And from my perspective, it's a no lose type situation. Mm -hmm. It's completely voluntary. It's up to you. Mm -hmm. If it works for you, awesome. That's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't, no hard feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, You can always call, text, you know, email, ask questions um, and see, you know, like, is this something that I want to do? And enrolling. What does that look like? Yeah. What does enrollment look like? Um, so it's going to start with kind of a screener, screener question with um, one of direct service staff. So Kelly, myself, you mm-hmm. um, just kind of getting some background information. Um, from there, there kind of is a about like an hour long conversation um, to get a little bit more in depth on the background of of the family. Um and once, you know, those requirements are met mm. and we get a, you know, better picture of the, the whole story, then the family is um, matched with a home visitor and the ball starts rolling from there. <laughs> and then you get hooked up and you can get going on your visits? Yep. It's that easy. Awesome. That sounds great. You're out here saving the babies. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to think. <laughs> I'm... I'm shaping the future. I'm yeah. trying to make happy, healthy adults. Yeah, that's important because the future. Yeah, right. that's where it starts. Right. Well, thank you so much, Sam, for coming on today and telling us about NCHS a little bit and the Healthy Families America program. And just recapping, um, if you want to talk to anybody about the program or openings or signing up, you can contact uh, our program coordinator, Kelly Pullman, at 402 253 5700 or at kpolman at nchs.org. Also, you can find us on lots of different social media platforms um, and our website, nchs.org. So thanks so much to our listeners. This was Esmeralda, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Community Connecting Through Conversations with Crystal and Esme. Brought to you by the South Omaha Community Care Council and the Omaha Community Foundation.